let's all wake up to a fresh brew of Sega Sunrise.
Hello one and all and welcome to Season 2 of Sega Sunrise. Join us all December long for 25 episodes of Sega Sunrise to help you get up on those cold winter mornings. If you're not familiar with who I am, and I mean that's fair enough at this point thinking about it, it's been a few months, I am none other than Green Vaporate and it is my pleasure to be the host of episode one of this brand new series of wintry episodes. What you just heard there to kick off the show was T-Lopes' remix of Ring Ring, originally from Ristar the Shooting Star. Then after that from Sonic Riders, that was the theme of Sega Carnival. Well then, coming up all throughout the show, we're going to be talking all things to do with Sega anniversaries that fall on December 1st. We'll be revealing for you the winner of the Halloween Sega Sunrise giveaway, and we'll even be chatting somewhat calmly about a certain virtual concert that just occurred if you listen to this when it airs. All that to come and more, but of course we'll be mixing it with plenty of great tunes, some wintry and some not so wintry, and I'm sure that'll be the theme as we go on throughout the month. So for those of you who've not caught the drill, as I mentioned, that's 25 episodes. That takes us all the way through to December 25th, including the day itself. So we've got wintry shows come all throughout, including throughout our Winterfest 2021 event. As to when that will be, what it'll entail, who will be hosting, we'll be sure to reveal that a bit later on in the run. But for now, know that you've got plenty of special dates coming up throughout December that there will be Sega Sunrise episodes during on those days. So be sure to look forward to upcoming episodes as well as the ones in the immediate future as well. I'll be telling you who's hosting episode number two at the end of the show, so if you want to hear who that is, then be sure to stay tuned. Otherwise, we've got plenty of great tunes and chatter coming up with myself for the next hour and a bit or so, because although we've cut down, trimmed down some of the usual segments here on Sega Sunrise for this very first episode, because there's so much to fit in, I'm still going to try and fit in as many great tunes for you as possible as well to get you kick-started here on this Wednesday morning here on Radio Sega, depending on whatever time zone you're in. Or maybe you listen to it on the podcast if you are hello to you as well. And if you are listening live, go ahead and chat with us over on the Discord. That is radiose.ga forward slash Discord. Or you can chat with us on Twitter using at Radio Sega or hash wake up with RS. Well then, all that remains to really be seen at this point is we're going to get into some more music. And then after that, we'll be talking about the quote-unquote news. But there's been so little Sega news as of recent, it's all going to boil down to one thing. One hedgehog, DJ mix-sized thing. If you know, you know. So stay tuned for some chatter about that. But before then... We've got some great tracks coming up for you. Two now, one winter-related and one not-so-winter-related. And that's the one we're going to use to kick off the block with. Now, this is Sega Sunrise, but we're only three tracks into our music blocks so far. And yet, I'm already breaking the rules. This is a non-Sega track. Now, 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 good reasoning. Good reasoning, right? So, we do love our spiritual successes here on Radio Sega, of course. You know, who doesn't love a game based on a franchise we love that's perhaps gone dormant or isn't made by its original creators anymore etc a fan-made spiritual successor can always be a great thing and that's the case in terms of this game which people know i love and if you don't i love it but in case that wasn't inherently obvious so we're going to get a track on from rolled out now because it's a nice happy cheery song to get you going on this cold wintry wednesday morning and it's a track from rolled out called candy factory so let's go ahead and listen to that when we come back talking all things Steve Aoki X Sonic. Oh boy, get yourself strapped in. Sega Sunrise Season 2, keeping your company all December long. And we're only, strangely enough, on Radio Sega.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Right then, it's probably about time we got straight into this, isn't it? But before then, let's actually tell you what we just played there. So, that was a track from Slash Out, that was known as Blue Winter. And before that from Rolled Out, that was the theme of The Candy Factory. Well, we don't have much in the way of news whatsoever, so let's talk about the big news that just dropped yesterday. And by news, I mean a steaming pile of doo-doo. It was completely and utterly dreadful. Let's talk about the Steve Aoki X Sonic concert. So for those of you who've missed the firestorm surrounding this great piece of media, uh, last week, the Sonic Twitter announced that Steve Aoki will be doing a virtual Sonic concert. Neat, right? That could be pretty cool. Um, however, yeah, what kind of transcribed afterwards uh, could only be described as a 99.9% negative reaction to uh, well, everything to do with the man announced to be behind the concert. So, first of all, the main takeaway that a lot of people took from it is his profile picture, which is an NFT. Um, and <laughs> to most of you on the internet in the year 2021, I don't think I need to explain to you, uh, NFTs are shockingly bad. Uh, please don't buy NFTs. <laughs> please don't do that. And especially uh, don't be buying them off uh, Steve. I don't think you're going to be getting good discount rates, etc. Um, but they're awful for the environment, which is mainly why people detest them so much. And they're pretty much mostly a pyramid scheme. So definitely do not be giving the man's your money, um, which I wasn't planning on doing. But that was the main takeaway that people were very, very upset about um, to begin with. However, some later de- details transcribed, such as the fact that he purposely broke a fan's neck during an online viral video. And between stuff like this and stuff I won't get onto on here, because it's probably a bit too dark for this cheery morning show, between all of that, it seemed like an awful, dreadful fit for this children's brand. But they went with it anyway. Um, they barreled on full steam ahead. Now, fast forward to today. I'm recording this the day before you're listening to it. If you're listening to this live, trans- uh, transferring ourselves to today. Uh, I didn't even know this thing was on. And I'm not the only person. <laughs> I, I didn't pay much attention to the original announcement because I kind of saw all the backlash. And I was like, yeah, I'm not getting myself involved in this. Um, and then I just saw it was happening today in like an hour. Because I got a YouTube notification saying a streamer that I follow on YouTube was going to be streaming the event. And I thought, that's weird. I've not heard anything about this from anyone. No one's been talking about this. Like, if you remember the Sonic 30th Symphony concert, everyone was talking about it weeks in advance, all getting hyped and excited, and it was worth the wait. And, you know, we all went out and bought the album in the end and the rest of it, and it was a great concert. You know, lots of tears were shed, etc. No official word being like, hey, there's concerts today or anything like that, or no fan buzz or anything like that. Ten minutes before the concert began, the Sonic Twitter put up a, a little announcement saying, hey, guys, remember, this is still going on. It's happening in ten minutes. That reeks to me like they didn't want more backlash, so they just left it alone until they absolutely couldn't any longer. It's like, right, ten minutes to go. Everyone tune in if you want to. You know, really no buzz about this thing going on whatsoever. And uh, then, then you tune into the stream, and oh my god, one of the biggest train wrecks I've seen for a very long time. It's incredible how low the production standards are on this very uh, <laughs> this very live stream. So first of all, there's two differing video feeds. I should get this out of the way. A lot of people didn't realize this. There's the YouTube version, which is completely in VR. Um, and we'll get this one out of the way first because it's the easiest to talk about. But um, basically, the VR shot is set up right in Steve's face. So you, you get a good look at his grill. Um, and a lot of people have compared him to popular YouTubers and streamers like uh, Moist Critical, for example, is the one I've seen quite a lot. I saw Justin Wang as well was in comparison. I can't lie, they were what I was thinking in my head as I was watching this as well. But you get a lovely close-up to focus on these facial features on the YouTube version. Now, since it's VR, of course, you can look around in 360 degrees, except 180 degrees of that view is a black screen just with the Sonic 30th and the Steve Aoki logo on it. 
only 180 degrees of this 360 degree space is the actual video. So it's pretty much just like watching a, a video version, except you could somewhat see around the left and right, if that makes sense. It's kind of strange. It's not a full 360 degree video. It was it was kind of ass. Um, but the main one that which everyone was watching and ragging on was the Twitch version. Because, oh my god absolute scenes if you've not seen the clips already uh, please go ahead and do yourself a favor and look at my twitter that's twitter.com forward slash the greed i've got some of the highlights on there and there's plenty of other highlights all over twitter as well um to begin with there was an epilepsy warning at the start of the stream which was absolutely necessary because oh my god my eyeballs were melting at certain points the colours were going mad. The colours did not feel right, I can tell you that much. They were going mental, strobing all over the place. All the colours of the rainbow, rapid succession. Back to back, with like 0.1 seconds between them, my eyes were aching and twitching. I already had a headache before the thing kicked off, and by the end of it, it was, it was splitting. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> that happened. Um, you also had the awful awful lighting and rendering and there was a lot of problems with the materials and stuff so it all looked way darker than it should have and just generally looked off and like a bad source filmmaker the comparison i was seeing quite a lot online was source filmmaker slash muku muku dance gone bad and i can see it <laughs> a lot of people were you know throwing shade on 2009 muku muku dance or you know we're calling it like a 2006 uh, source filmmaker project, which I think is completely unfair to the fans who went out of their way to do this. This, this is a professional production with money put into it. Those fans made a lot better works ten plus years ago in free to use software. Incredible. Um, yeah, all the character animations as well were off. It was just generally quite bugged. Um, there was one clip I recorded on Twitter of Amy's foot repeatedly clipping into part of the scenery just over and over and over again no one caught this despite the fact there's a close-up of amy at this point it's incredible um to be honest it's just a cringe fest that's that's what i can say about it you've got to watch it yourself i can't rag on it anymore if you've not seen it it's the the dancing's awful the music's awful steve's reaction to everything is awful and the chatter he tries to add it's just so so cringe. <laughs> Can't give it any better description than that. And by far, the biggest sin on this concert's name is the fact that there was a single Sonic song in the hour that this official Sonic livestream concert was on the air. A single song. The rest of it was various Steve tracks, which I don't know. One of them was a remix of the goddamn Black Eyed Peas. There was as much Black Eyed Peas music in this Sonic concert as there was music from the series this is trying to promote. Oh man, please, please watch it. I get the feeling it won't be on YouTube forever. But this is the reason they removed the YouTube dislike system, people, because I heard from people who still can see it that this got bombed. And you can see why if you watch even just 30 seconds of it yeah not good <laughs> it's not getting added to the radio sega playlist anytime soon let me tell you even the remixes of his own work this professional dj they they were just mid <laughs> completely mid but i want to know what you guys thought about the steve aoki x sonic concert so be sure to let us know on all the social media pages as well as down in our discord server because i really want to know what you have to say about that but yeah that's really all we have in terms of the news that came out of nowhere it happened it was a flash in the pan and oh my what an hour-long experience it was like i say i cannot beg you enough to go back and watch this because i was creasing with laughter i know you will be too so go ahead and enjoy that now coming up in the next music break we've thankfully got some chill tunes to relax the mood after <laughs> all that excitement just then so let's get into a track from overclock remix and this is a remix of a track from nice into dreams as remixed by dct and it's known as take the snow train also or technically it's known as the polar express that's the name of the remix but take the snow train is the remix or slash the name of the original song but we'll be back in just a second this is sega sunrise kicking off your wednesday morning here on radio sega and 
we're keeping it chill with tracks such as the next two.
nothing quite like a chill track to get you going in the morning. That was Matt Bean's remix of Ice Mountain Zone Act 1, originally from Sonic Advance. And before that, from Overclocked Remix, as remixed by DCT. That was a track known as The Polar Express, a remix of Take the Snow Train from Nights into Dreams. Well then, this is the part of the show where we talk all things to do with Sega Anniversaries that went down on December 1st. So let's get some bullet points first of all, and then after that, we'll also get into the long old list of games released on this day. So in 1990, Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi is released for the Mega Drive in Japan. Can't say I've got too many experiences with Shadow Dance myself. It's the Shinobi game I have by far the least knowledge of in the series. So if you've got any opinions on it, be sure to let us know down in the Discord or on Twitter because I'd really like to know what you guys have to say about the game. In 1993, Sega of America urges Congress towards private sector rating system for video games. This is in relation to an ongoing court case surrounding the whole... How would you word it exactly? I don't know. The whole controversy behind the lack of an official rating board in video games at the time due to games like Night Trap, etc. Um, causing some controversy among parents, specifically due to the violent nature of some of the games. Um, so Sega is doing their part here by saying they hope to establish such boards. And of course, we know in the years since the ESRB was set up in America, you've also got Peggy here in Europe and Cero in Japan as well. So Sega's wishes were eventually granted, but this is the first step in a long process towards getting such certifications set up. And they released this press release to Congress in 1993 on this date. In 1995, the Sega Saturn port of the hit game Virtua Fighter 2 goes on sale in Japan. Of course, Virtua Fighter 2 is probably the most beloved entry in the series, and the home console port is the most well-known of the bunch. So, a great port of an already great game that went to extend its... I don't know, how would you how would you say it? It's notoriety in the Sega world and in the fighting game community in general. So we owe that all to the very first home console release there of Virtua Fighter 2. Ignore the Mega Drive version. Just, just don't look at it. Sega, stop releasing it on every single console. Please. I'm begging you. It, not every collection needs that game. There, there are better fighting games than the Mega Drive. Please give that slot to them instead of that awful port. I beg you. But in terms of other stuff we saw released on that day, let's go ahead and get into the long list. Thank you once again as well to Sega Retro, by the way, for providing such a list. So, in 1998, we saw the release of Cyborg Hunt for the Master System in Japan. Also, in the same year, we saw the home computer releases of Thunderblade, specifically the Amiga version in the UK. In 1990, the Ultimate Sega Game Strategies for the Master System and Genesis Systems was released. It's a book, and it was only released in the US on this day, by the looks of it. Also, on the same year, Shadow Dance of the Secret of Shinobi, as we mentioned, was released for the Mega Drive in Japan. In 1993, we saw the release of Kopera, I believe that might be, for the Pico in Japan. In the same year, we saw Fantasy Star Collection, Sound Collection 2, a Japanese CD, obviously containing music from Fantasy Star. In 1995, quite a lot of releases. Let's begin. So we saw we saw the release of Bakusho, all Yoshimoto Quiz or Ketai Sen DX for the Saturn in Japan. We also saw the release of Heisei Kyoiku Inkai Junior Mezes Yotsuse for the Pico in Japan. We saw the release of Nomo's World Series Baseball for the Game Gear in Japan. Uh, just by the looks of it for the arcades we saw real arcade VF in Japan and we saw the release of Earthworm Jim for the Mega Drive in Japan as well we're still going believe it or not also on that day NBA Jam Tournament Edition for the Saturn in Japan Virtual Fighter 2 as previously mentioned for the Japanese Saturn and we saw the release of Sega Arcade Selection DRAM Remix a Japanese CD containing various arcade remixes in 1999 Sega Worldwide Soccer was released for the oh sorry Sega Worldwide Soccer 2000 was released to the Dreamcast in the UK. In 2001, we saw the release of Yu Suzuki Gameworks Volume 1, a packing disc for a Yu Suzuki book uh, for the Japanese Dreamcast. 2003, probably the biggest release on this day, Outrun 2 was released for the Chiro Arcade Board in Japan. A fantastic game. Of course, you know, there's going to be some music coming up from it in the next break. Another fantastic game with great music. In 2005, Super Monkey Ball Touch and Roll was released for the Nintendo DS in Japan. In 2006, Sonic Rivals was released for the PSP here in the UK. 
also in 2006, Football Manager 2007 for the Xbox 360, and also on the same day, Football Manager Handheld 2007 for the PlayStation Portable in Germany. Also in 2006, apparently I've just seen, is Total War Medieval 2 for the Windows PC in Poland. 2009, Super Monkey Ball 2 for iOS in the US. 2011, Fallen Realms for Android in the US. 2011, History at the First Stage, Original Soundtrack Blue Edition, a Japanese CD. Also in 2011, History of the First Stage, Original Soundtrack White Edition, also a Japanese CD. Also saw the release of Ryogagotoku Shinsho for the PlayStation Portable in Japan. Also in 2011 and in Japan, Sonic Generations for the Nintendo 3DS. And finally, nope, not even finally, there's a lot more Japanese games, oh my goodness. Yakuza 4 for the PlayStation 3 in Japan. Finally, something that's not a re-release or a various, you know, a re-release only in Japan or just released for the first time in that region. We've got K-On! Hokago Live for the PlayStation Portable over in Japan. We've also got Ryogagotoku Kenzen for the PS3. Yakuza 3 for the PS3. And then finally into 2015, Hotoku no Ken Kyotekai for the Android system in Japan. In 2015, we saw the release of Eastside Hockey Manager for the Steam platform in the US. In 2015, we also had Company of Heroes 2 Master Collection for the Steam platform in Europe. And in 2017, Sonic Forces was released in Korea. A long list of games and a long list of names that I couldn't pronounce or names that I could and just stumbled over my words with. Oh boy. Well, before we get into a bunch of great tunes from all of those great soundtracks, let's get into a bit of a Sega Sunrise giveaway. So join me in a second and I'll reveal for you who the winner of our Sega Sunrise Halloween giveaway was. And we're back. I thought we needed some more thematically appropriate music to go with such a special, momentous occasion. So, for those of you who don't recall, on the last episode of Sega Sunrise, which was the Halloween special, we did a giveaway. And the clue to the giveaway was a spooky Sega game described poorly. So you need to give me the answer based on the clue that I gave you. So the clue was, in 2006, two guests attend a dinner party. Now, this was the clue, and the answer you were meant to give me was none other than the House of the Dead Scarlet Dawn. Now, as for the people who got that right, I can reveal to you they were Grey Four, Veritex, Barnaby, Dr. Scotnick, and Silent Chaos. So they're all the names in our draw. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up random.org. I got it ready here. And we're going to go ahead and shuffle and see who the victor was. So any second now... I'll be pressing that mouse. Don't you stop me. Here we go. The winner is none other than the one and only Barnaby. Congratulations. Barnaby wanted a t-shirt in XL, as far as I'm aware, unless I've misremembered the email. So I'll be getting an email back to you shortly. But congratulations for winning the giveaway. And everyone else who entered, thank you ever so much as well for your participation. Even if you didn't win, I appreciate your email entries. Well then, everyone, let's go ahead and segue ourselves into some more music. And coming up next... We've got a track from Super Monkey Ball Touch and Roll, known as Ice Lolly Land. And then after that, a track from Sonic Rivals, Sonic Generations to the 3DS, then Outrun 2, and finally, K-On! Cargo Live. Don't go anywhere, this is Sega Sunrise, right here on Radio Sega.
got a riddle for you. A box without hinges, key or lid, yet golden treasure inside is hid. What am I? If you said a new car, you're really bad at riddles, but on the other hand, boy do we have a deal for you. Down at Billy Hatch's car showroom, we've got a brand new Oma Oma hatchback, and those wanting something a little more sportier, why not try the latest Ura Ura Coupe? Don't shut out a fortune on a run-of-the-mill car. Come on down to Billy Hatch's car showroom and find yourself a clucking good deal today.
time this is sega sunrise right here on radio sega what you just heard there was a track from kaon okago live that was watashi wa watashi no michi or iku from supercat 126 hd he wanted that track there from the psp game released on this day in 2009 for that from outrun 2 that was shiny world for that from sonic generation for the 3ds that was water palace act 2 the cash cash remix for that, from Sonic Rivals, that was Crystal Mountain Zone, Act 1 and 2. And kicking off the block, from Super Monkey Ball Touch and Roll, that was Ice Lollyland. Well then, thank you ever so much for listening to this episode of Sega Sunrise. If you have enjoyed, please do consider continuing to listen to Radio Sega. We're playing you the best Sega music 24-7. Alternatively, if you like this show and want to hear more, we have an entire season's worth available on podcasts. So go ahead and go onto your favourite podcatcher or your podcasting service of choice and search for Sega Sunrise. You've got the entirety of season one to listen back through, as well as a special Halloween-related episode that I produced a bit earlier on in the season as in, you know, the the physical calendar season we're currently in. It's a bit of a strange segue. But anyway, point being, you've got a lot of Sega Sunrise to go back and listen to. But if you're desperate for more, if you've already listened the entire backlog, then don't go anywhere because tomorrow, episode two will be live Thursday at 8 a.m. UK or 8 a.m. Eastern, depending on which version of the airing you want to listen to. And that will be, uh, be with none other than Resident legendary dj you know he's got the mixing skills he knows how to spin the sega tunes it's i need fruit so join him tomorrow for another episode of sega sunrise and as for me you'll be able to catch me at some point in the future here on radio sega i'm not as active as i used to be but i'm mainly active on social media nowadays so that's twitter.com forward slash the green vaporate if you've enjoyed this episode and want to follow my antics otherwise check out my own podcast that's pick and mix available on all good podcasting services and of course live on radio sega but it's off season at the moment but who knows what will happen in the near future hey Coming up next on Radio Sega at 6pm UK time is none other than Individual with Nicholas Haman and it will be focusing on none other than the famous Sega new musician Takashi Isazaki, I think that is. So be sure to tune in for that one. And then after that, speaking of I Need Fruit, he's back at 8pm UK time for a special here on Radio Sega to kick off our Winterfest free advent fest celebrations will not kick off gavi started them last week with a fantastic episode that's on the radio sega special podcast feed now but i need fruit will be continuing the trend with another episode all about fan choice song nominees so be sure to go ahead and give that a listen he will be spicing it up in his own way so you're going to want to go ahead and listen to that and see what tunes he's going to be spinning on the decks 
Aside from that, all I really have left to say is thank you ever so much for listening. Sega Sunrise Season 2 has been a long time in the making now, originally hot off the presses of my own ideas a couple months ago, and then continued by Gabby in my absence, and then I came back to help him with one final push to get this over the line. So it's been a project long on the cards for us. We're very happy to see it done and... That's why I ended up being first, because it was mine to begin with originally, so thank you for putting up with me for the last hour and a bit. It's hugely appreciated, but it's nice to finally have the project out the door, and I'm looking forward to all of you hearing the rest of Season 2 of Sega Sunrise, because I'm looking forward to it more than you are, and you guys have been very vocal about looking forward to this thing on all the social media platforms. So thank you ever so much for keeping the dream alive, and we'll continue to do our best for you. Well then, one more track to come now, and it's still more Sonic-y than Steve Aoki's entire DJ set, believe it or not. Despite that, however, it's a remix of some tracks from a Mario game for a Nintendo console. Cannot last of all, from Mario and Sonic at the Sochi 2014 Winter Olympic Games. This is the theme, or one of the themes, that you can select in figure, scares, eh, figure skating pairs. Man, try saying that five times fast. It's a remix of both the ground theme and the staff roll theme from Super Mario Land. Thank you ever so much for listening to this episode of Sega Sunrise. And remember, keep listening to Radio Sega because we're playing you the best Sega music 24-7. See you tomorrow and thanks for waking up with Sega Sunrise. Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.